This is the Nearside Low Podcast, brought to you by Missouri Water Polo. For all highlights, scores, and updates, please visit www.mowaterpolo.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low, or Instagram at Nearside Low underscore podcast. And here we are, Nearside Low Podcast. I think this is our third annual or fourth annual district preview, Ray, with one of our favorite head coaches, Don Casey from MICDS. Coach, welcome. Glad to have you. I'm very happy to be here, and uh, I always look forward to this. All right. Well, we love to hear about your insights. Yeah. So, uh, Coach, before we start talking about uh, the district games coming up, um, just wanted to get your general overall thoughts on high school water polo this year, especially with COVID and some of the, the changes that had to be made. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest. I No, we didn't play everybody. But the teams that we played, I was surprised at the level of, of, of talent. I, I thought the high school water polo overall was, was fairly strong, considering what happened with COVID, considering what happened last year where we lost uh, the full season. So I... Uh, I, I mean, it just seemed like in talking to the coaches, for instance, CBC, she was a new coach. She was excited about her kids. Her kids were excited. They had their best year. I know Chaminade had their best year. Um, and I just, uh, it was kind of fun to watch the season. I know that the games at MICDS on Saturday were fairly close up until the end, and then the better team ended up pulling away, except for our game. We got beat pretty badly by Kirkwood, but they're a good team. So, and I'm looking forward. The only team that I have not seen this year play, Charlie, is the Parkway West Group. And I understand they're having a decent season. That's, 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 the, uh, that's the rumor I'm hearing, too. So, we'll see. Really? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Coach, can you, can you – I mean, one of the things that stood out to me this year was just the amount of movement in the top ten. I mean, we'll talk about the, the boys' district, but uh, there were three teams that held the number one spot uh, at some point, and the top ten was kind of shifting each week. I mean, it seems to me that there hasn't been this amount of movement in the top 10 in, in some amount of time. Would you, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I kind of think that there's two teams that are kind of a little bit above everybody else, Parkway, West, and Kirkwood. And then I thought there was another group that was just below that level, SLU, Parkway Central, where they could on any given day surprise the top two. And there were like eight to, 12, uh, eight to 10 teams, I think, that could have slid in there. And I think you're right. There was a lot of movement, especially in the three through uh, 11 and 12. And the seating meeting bore that out. Uh, there was a lot of discussion about who would be in those slots. I, I think SLU started out number one just because I think when you've been number one for as long as they have, you've earned that right to be there until you're you're defeated. Uh, but I, I kind of had in my mind that Kirkwood and Parkway West, with Parkway West being the top team, were the two top teams. And then everybody else kind of was in there, and it was an interesting season. They were beating each other. Right, right. And it made for some some exciting games. So oh, yeah. Before, yeah. before we uh, jump into the districts, uh, talk a little bit about MACDS this year, uh, your team, your uh, your experience coaching them. Well, we were a very young team. I'm, I, I'm not going to say a whole lot other than I, I thought at the beginning we were a, a JV team. Um, we had one player that had more than one year's experience. Uh, that was our goalie. Uh, and then everybody else was one year or less of experience, which essentially is a JV team. 
Uh, and we were planning on, I was planning on playing a JV schedule. And then the kids talked about it. They voted to play varsity schedule. And we played a varsity schedule. Now, we got beat fairly soundly by the good teams. Um, but the kids grew. They learned. I, I think they're a much better team at the end of the season than they were at the beginning. And I'm looking forward to next year because I think next year will be more competitive. Uh, but this was just a down year. Uh, it really hurt us. Young kids need to have that rebuilding or that building block the freshman, sophomore year. And COVID last year really hurt us because we didn't get that with these young kids. Right, right. Well, uh, one, one of the uh, nice things about coming back onto the pool deck after COVID was was seeing you on the pool side and seeing all these all these teams getting back at it. So um, it was excited to see you pool side good. this year. Yeah. yeah, so very good. Okay, so uh, boys district tournament, we are down to the final four. Um, the final four being uh, Parkway West, uh, Kirkwood, Slough High, and Central. So um, this being Wednesday night, we're recording this. We're going to talk about um, the two Thursday games and then uh, go forward to Saturday. So uh, the first game tomorrow, both these games are going to be played at Kirkwood. The first game at Kirkwood at 5 p.m. is Slough against Kirkwood. Uh, Slough beat Lindbergh 10 to 5 in the quarterfinal game. Kirkwood beat Chaminade 9 to 3. Coach, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, if I had to pick one, if I were a gambling man, <laughs> okay. I would pick I, I would pick Kirkwood. I, I think one of the interesting things this year, now I know Charlie's not going to want to hear this. I think <laughs> Parkway West is my favorite to win, both uh, tomorrow and on Saturday. But I think in any of these games, I, I think any team could win. If Parkway West doesn't come with a good game, if they don't bring their, as they say, their A, their a game, uh, I think there's a chance that Parkway Central could upset them if they play uh, a mistake-free. But it's going to be interesting. I, I think uh, Kirkwood's going to beat Slew. That uh, may come back to, to bite me in the in the rear, as they say. But I just think from what I've seen, Kirkwood's a little bit better. Uh, they play with great intensity, and they've got a couple of players that, that are, are, are good scores, and they've got a good goalie. Um, I think Slew's got a, a, a well-balanced team. They're well-coached. But I, I think Kirkwood probably has too much for them. And then in the other game, again, Parkway West, I think, is just the number one team. I think Central will give them a good game. It wouldn't surprise me if Central beat them. But I, I, I just think that Parkway West, they're well coached. Um, they've got great talent. They've got young talent. They've got some young kids coming up. And uh, that's, that's a good combination, talent, experience, and, and good coaching. All right. So, yeah, highlight. I mean, you kind of talked about the West Central. That's at 615 tomorrow at Kirkwood. Uh, West beat DeSmet 16 to 6 the other night. And then Parkway Central ended up beating Ledoux 17 to 10. Uh, right. There actually was a, a really nice write up, Ray. I know we're not doing water polo in the news, but uh, Greg Uptain was at that game and he had a nice write up for Parkway Central in the Ledoux game. Um, and then I guess uh, in my notes here, you know, Ray, we've got we've played Central twice. Um, first game of the year, uh, one of our first games of the year, we played them and won. And then, I, you know, we played them again later in the season. I know they had a couple kids, I think, on quarantine. So I don't think it was a really true bearing of, uh, of what they actually have. Um, so, yeah, I think um, our boys are pretty excited. And I know uh, I'm excited. We had two Parkway schools competing. So, uh, you know, we're two Parkway schools in the final four, regardless of what happens tomorrow, which is, I think, pretty cool. So, 
Uh, and Ray, yeah, I wanted, to, I did want to mention this, Coach. Do you think there is any advantage to, you know, take for instance, I don't have the or I don't have the list in front of me, but say Kirkwood played sixteen or seventeen games and Slew only played seven or eight. Like, do you think there's a big gap between being able to play a lot of those games compared to not playing as much, like as far as experience goes, or do you think that you know just with the way this year was and the number of games everybody got to play, it it, it really won't, it really won't give an advantage to anybody. Well, I, I think the thing for SLU is, is the reason why they didn't play a lot of games. They didn't have a home pool. Right. So they were traveling. They were, I know they were practicing in our pool a couple of nights a week. I, I think that that's a big deal. Um, they didn't have regular practices. They didn't play in a home pool. And I always think that the more games you can play, uh, the better off it is. You, you, I, I always think that a game is worth about a week's worth of practice. If oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think it's it will hurt them. Let's put it this way. It's going to be to Kirkwood's advantage that they played right. more games. And they played some good games. They, they didn't just cherry pick and, and play a schedule where they could win. They played some tough games. They played some of the teams twice in that upper bracket. Right. Uh, league. So I think that's always a big advantage. But, again, it's why SLU only played 10 games. They played only 10 games because they didn't have a home pool. Right. Okay. So it's a combination of those two factors. Right. Okay. So uh, the so after the semifinals, which are going to be at Kirkwood on Thursday, the state championship will be at 7 p.m. on Saturday at MICDS. The third place game will be at 4 p.m. on Saturday at MICDS. Coach, can you talk a little bit about the policies that you're going to have at MICDS? I've had a lot of people already asking me whether they're going to be able to get in, what 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 uh, is going to be required to get in at MICDS? Well, the, the, the policy that we've gone with is each participant, coach, manager, even scorekeeper, uh, each part, uh, participant is allowed two, uh, two spectators, parents, whatever. Um, I, I, I know that we are handing out vouchers. The teams that win tomorrow will be sending vouchers to the schools and they can pass them out any way they want. But we are limiting. And when you do come in, you have to social distance. For instance, if you come in as a family, you can sit together as a family, but you must social distance from the next group. If you come in as an individual, you must sit by yourself with social distancing. We are asking that. So that's kind of our policy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely good information to know. And, and based on that, um, definitely would direct people to the uh, the prep cast that's going to be going out on Saturday night. I know uh, Miguel Figueres and Andy Wool are going to be uh, commentating for those games. So uh, for those that can't get in, that's definitely a good way to, to watch these games, uh, which should be good ones. And I believe we'll get those links up on Missouri Water Polo website. Uh, um, thanks, Steve Adcock and the others who are helping with that. Okay, uh, let's move on to uh, the girls in JV. Just want to talk about those. Briefly as well. First, uh, girls state championship uh, is going to be happening this year. Uh, late breaking news tonight. It looks like that game is going to be between Marquette and Oakville. Uh, Oakville beat Lafayette earlier today, 17 to six. Um, and uh, should be exciting to have uh, first all girls game. Uh, Coach Brett Walters for Oakville. Scott Summers for Marquette. Um, we'll be excited to see that game. That game will be at 530 on Saturday over at MICDS as well. So um, exciting to have the girls in play. And then uh, 
Coach Cattell, you want to talk a little bit about uh, J.D. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there were some good games today. And definitely some good games. Big thanks to Kirkwood for hosting. So the JV Final Four was today, uh, and we had uh, kicking things off Parkway West versus Kirkwood, uh, and it was a back-and-forth battle. One team went up, the other team tied it, the other team went up, one team tied it. We ended up going into overtime. Uh, game was still tied after both overtimes, um, and so we went to sudden death. Golden goal overtime, and uh, looks like Parkway West earned a five-meter, and we were able to put that away and ended up winning that game. So that was pretty exciting, um, and I you know, heard the atmosphere was rocking. Uh, and then the other game, um, I was not there for, but again, it sounded like it was a back-and-forth contest. My assistant was there, Coach Welch. Um, it looked like SLU ended up coming out on top 7-6 to six over Lindbergh. So um, sounds like the atmosphere was good. Um, I always think at the JV level, those like high profile, high level games where it's there's a lot of energy and it's a lot of back and forth is just a good for the sport um, and good for those kids to kind of get to experience that. So, um, you know, I, I I was excited to hear, obviously, that Parkway West had won, but I was also excited to hear that it had been such a, a close battle. It seems Ray, we've talked a lot about parity at the varsity level. I mean, we beat DeSmet the other night just by two goals at the JV level. So I, I feel like, again, we've talked about this before. There's a lot of parity at the JV level. Um, and, you know, any any one of those teams could be in the finals. So. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I mean, looking forward to the, the state championship this year. I mean, I remember I ref some of the JV uh, championship games two years ago. And I remember us talking about parity then, and that's translating now to the varsity level uh, as well with the, the final four that we have. So uh, really looking forward to the games this weekend. Uh, Coach Casey, any, uh, any last parting advice or uh, thoughts for this weekend? Well, I think it's going to be a great weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the JV games tomorrow night. Um, or is it Friday? I'm sorry. Friday, Friday, right. Friday. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, I, I've been to a couple of the championship games at the JV level. And I think you're right, Charlie. There's a lot of energy. Uh, it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, it's fun for the spectators. And I think this weekend, the fact that we have competition, uh, I, I, I wish we could have more people come in and watch. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that the energy levels, even with the, the limited seating, I think the energy level is going to be very high. There's going to be two, I think, two very good games tomorrow night. And then on, on Saturday, the third and fourth place game, that's always a fun game. And the championship game definitely is going to be exciting. I'm, I'm not sure what the score was when you played Kirkwood, if they play or when you played SLU. But I have you have they been within a couple or three or four goals of you, Charlie? Who's that, Kirkwood? Kirkwood, Slough, or Parkway Central? Uh, Kirkwood has. Kirkwood, the, we played them twice. The second time we played them, I think the final score was like 15 to 11. So, well, Good for you. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey I, as, I, as I've told my boys, and I've said over and over again, like, you know, we were we were up by two goals against Chaminade this season, like at halftime. So it's like, you know, I mean, you know, and SLU, we, we, you know, we had a great quarter. And then the other three quarters, they, I mean, they played straight up with us. So it's like, you know, yeah, we've had these great runs, but you know, if a team if a team plays really well, I mean, you know, look out, anybody could win. Well, I'm I'm with you on that, and I think it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, I I'm know. excited. Looking forward to it. Cool, awesome. All right, well, uh, Ray, I don't have anything else. Do you? I don't. Thanks again, Coach Casey, for coming on. Always love having your uh, yes. your inputs, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the games this weekend as well. All right. Well, well see thank you. you for having me, and I'm looking forward to seeing you. All right. We'll see you poolside. Thank you. Nearside Lowe's signing off. <laughs>